Welcome to earnings season, guys. I'm Randy at RT Euro. And I'm Dana at HNI. And this is Earnings Season, the weekly show on finance and everything else that strikes our interest, um, money-wise, investing-wise. And this is another one in our in our COVID series or Corona series. Um, <laughs> Corona series. Coronavirus. Right. Thank Thank you, Cardi B, for providing that wonderful <laughs> that wonderful um, vocal vocal clip for us mm-hmm. via her Instagram. And then the guy, I've forgotten the guy's name, but the remix of it. Uh, but yeah, everybody locked on, everybody home. Mm-hmm. We're, we're recording this now the week of the 23rd. It's actually the 23rd. So you guys are hearing at least this piece recorded on the 23rd. Um, are we talking more Corona, more COVID-19? Mm-hmm. And the situation as it hits the local market. So last week, you'd have heard us talk a little bit about, I'm saying last week, but this might not come out right now so let me not say last week you would have heard an episode where we spoke about uh just small plays i think i mentioned something about pulse during that time and earlier i was talking again about about it i think the point i'd wanted to say last week and i'll make sure i say no is that the market is not dead believe it Mm -hmm. or not i know it sounds crazy because everybody's saying yo the market don't the market is down but you don't buy the market as dan i say you're not a fund you're not an yeah. index. You're, you you yeah, choose what you want to buy. So this, <laughs> you, have, you have this big overarching exactly. goal where I have to buy everything. No, you're, you are your index. You get up and say, I want this index. This is going to go down and guess what I'm not buying. You choose you, you choose what you're buying. People, Randy said earlier, stuff have stuff gone since. So, what are you really saying when you say answer that? Answer the call, sir. Oh, Sorry, the phone I hear. I think to answer the call. Oh, no. That's not your phone? <laughs> I don't answer phone. We don't answer calls in this house. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so what I wanted to talk about was something else in this in this um, episode. A short thing on... Well, two things, because then I shared that video with me. But the point I was making earlier was that while the market is down and it is on there's no denying it lots of wonderful huge stocks out there for much much cheaper than they were before mm-hmm. but while the market is down there are still opportunities out there because every single day there are stocks that go up mm-hmm. every single day and some stocks have not fallen as heavily and other stocks have fallen and and risen back to other percentages not as huge as they fell but mm-hmm. there's a rise there no 20 percent is 20 Twenty percent is twenty percent, right? Yep. Twenty. Yeah, is exactly how I look at it. Ten percent is ten percent. Thirty percent is thirty percent. Um, if you can find it, and if you see it there, go ahead and get it. Only in Jamaica are you vilified if you invest towards getting a set percentage within a set and a usual short amount of time. Everywhere else in the world is considered great and you considered <laughs> a good investor for uh-huh. it, but. Some of we got lost along the way, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, it's, funny, anyway, it's funny. It's funny. I'm not um, complaining about this one. I keep doing this. <laughs> I keep getting myself in the same. I mean, we are complaining about this one. Complain the same way, man. Because I thought no, I'd be the only one complaining. No, the thing is, it's complaints become pointless. I, 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 for one, hate sitting and I, I hate it myself, so I hate it in others. So it's I sit down and 
always complain about something. If you can't change it, then what's the point of complaining, really? There's a, there, there becomes a point where venting becomes pointless, right? <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah, you everywhere, can't be blind complaining. You mm-hmm. are complaining. Everywhere else you talk about benchmarks, so you want to beat this X amount. That is setting a return. So you, if it's a minimum, you're setting a return amount. Because you're okay getting the benchmark, but guess what? You want to beat the benchmark. So that's you saying, I want 0.01% more than the benchmark. So you want to beat your benchmark, right? So that is you setting a goal as defined investment, in a defined return figure that you want to make in X period of time. That's, so I'm not sure where we got, out, got to the point where it's a bad thing to say, boy, I want 30% in this year, in this year and see if it's actually doable and work towards it. If it's not doable, then rework it. But if this is a goal at the start, but how much you want to make. That's it. If you get up and say, boy, that's not possible, then that you're saying to yourself, you're saying to everybody that you you do not have an understanding of the market to the point where you can actually set a return in the future, where you don't have an understanding of whatever you're investing in to that, to that level. Yes, things can happen, but generally, we understand that things behave a certain way over whatever period of time, whatever. So if you can understand the behavior of certain things, then the likelihood of that event happening is it's a higher likelihood. Right? So to say otherwise, you're really not saying much. Yeah. And the thing is, we actually this math mm-hmm. across it. investing doesn't do the, the math of it and all that. We accept, accept other math that works in that same way, but we won't accept that one. You heard me complain about how risk is measured, volatility. That's that's you saying the behavior of the past is behavior of the future, right? Right. <laughs> so certain things you know, really adding up if you think about that in certain ways. So when you said this stock will give you a thirty percent by the year end, if you do whatever re- you have whatever reason for for that to happen, and it's sound, it's sound, and it generally happens like that for mo- most of the times, then. I'm not seeing where you're failing if you say, boy, if profit more 30% at this at XPE, then you can say, boy, then this might move 30%. You know? So, if you say things like that, then I, I wonder what you've got understanding about things in the market. But that's so you go. Again, there's no point to be complaining over and over about the one thing. And you are 100% correct. That's the thing that I had to, and I still have to remind myself about all the time, that, yo, after a certain point, it's like I'm arguing about whether or not the sun is shining. Yeah, or you're arguing yourself at this point. Yeah, exactly. 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 And I do know that um, I am silly in that I really do come up. I know it's dumb, but I really do. Like, I go into these conversations with the understanding that if I am wrong or if somebody says something and I realize that, wow, I was wrong. Oh, yeah. I am always learn from that, you know? going to change my view. Yeah. Yeah. I'm changing the face I'm of always music, going to change my always fine. <laughs> There's nothing ever wrong with that. But, you know, well, I think, I, I wouldn't say the Jamaican thing because my, I, I know that is true elsewhere. I'm just using my Jamaican experience if I say it like that. But we have a thing where somebody can't change their opinion on the new information you give them. So the argument is not it's not an argument of why I'm actually right. It, it it's not whether or not the whether or not the information that's being given is right or wrong and then we can make we can take a new stance based on that. It's you're actually arguing to be right or wrong. So why he did say this him changing opinion. And it's not an issue. 
and both parties. So what the party, the winning, the quote unquote winning party will get up and you know him invex with the next guy because boy I, I was right the whole time. And the losing party vexed because boy you know I was wrong. And, you know, and what there's no there's no there's, just, there's no admittance that oh I'm wrong. So they're not moving on from there. So the fact that I think you're the same. I am like that where I want to you know if I get new information in my opinion I, then changes and I will go fast and support the gospel of your whatever you were saying to me and I was wrong about right? So <laughs> Yeah. But that's the point. You have yeah. to I there's mean, no point in arguing that is the entire point as far as I know. Yeah. Because you want to know if you get it wrong because then yo then I can fix it. Yeah. You don't get then, it then you... I can I can mm-hmm. same like IPO the same here complaints about the IPO poppers and whatever, whatever, whatever. And you always said one of the worst things that happen to you is you do well on an IPO for all the wrong reasons. Because then the next IPO you're going into, yeah. you think you have all the wrong reasons going into it, thinking it's going to behave the same way. And it just don't work out like that. And I think for IPOs only, it's not right. you know, that yeah. Yes. And the second you can say, yo, I was wrong about this and move, is a second you can change. I think maybe that's why. Like, I always saw it that way, but I didn't mm-hmm. learn it from a book or from... Um, I did learn from reading a lot of books, but I didn't right, really learn it from... Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's not real life for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's me having to accept that it's not real life for everybody and other people see this thing differently. And they're offended if you even try to speak about it differently. Mm-hmm. So, you, while that don't make sense to me, um, it does make sense to other people. Mm-hmm. And so you have to make room for that. But uh, I'll get off that and I'll touch it more more on things that I know everybody wants to talk about. So, for example, you mentioned IPOs a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll bring it right back to the market where we're talking to you the night before oh, yes, the Trans Jamaica IPO yeah. lists. Big, 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 big thing happening, right? The biggest listing that Jamaica has ever seen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking about our timing on this because, well, you know what? Day one predictions. What do you have for your day one predictions? Oh, day one no matter what, people are not going to hear this before. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, day one predictions. I was thinking, I don't, I, I don't want to give a prediction. I don't want to talk about anything until the next week, but that's fine. I don't care anymore. Um, day one, I expect like, to move up, but not, not heavily because we see the amount of selling pressure that's happening in America right now. And the thing is, if everybody else, people mm-hmm. were, people, a lot of people sold stocks. So they can go into transition. From last year, we hear people not who they made money on some some of your students, people that we interact with from this investing journey, a lot of them were saving up to go into mm-hmm. transition. So they made money on our stock and they say, hey, I'm not going to reinvest this this thirty percent up on the stock. I have the cash thirty percent up from what I invested in. I'm not going to invest it because I'm waiting on transition. And transition, you know, the goalposts get moving when you list. And but this the student they held the money. <laughs> yes. We know a lot of people that were selling stocks to actually buy into Transjam. The pressure on the market started coming around the around the part where Transjam unknown. So the the pressure does its out, and then boy, the market a lot of things will start falling because people selling to go into it. And I I justify that view by the amount of money that was put forward to Transjam. So twenty five billion dollars they got. Bill, yeah. Yeah. So to me, yeah, that, that, that that's twenty five point five. Yeah, so to me that's a, that's a heavy, a large amount of money, and to me that's a heavy justification to all cases. Oh, sorry. That's, that's, hmm? 
I, sorry, mm. I don't want to get that wrong. It's so funny how we care about things like that. Sorry, I didn't mm. want to get that wrong. I don't remember oh, 25.5 or 25.1. Yeah, 25.1 yeah. something. I was doing, I think Im- 0.5, but check it, yes. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. I'm worried about the difference between 0.5 or 0.1. Granted, that billion. Billion. <laughs> 0.5 or a billion, 0.1 of a billion. Yeah, it's huge, right? Mm. But still, it's 25 point something billion that came to them. Sorry, Danai, to cut mm-hmm. your point. But yeah, you're saying. Yeah, so... To me, that the amount of money they got is a justification for my idea that boy, so a good amount of money was leaving the market to go in the transaction. Cool. So mm-hmm. when we mm-hmm. tangent, a tangent really, sir. That's fine. No, I, saying, I don't know what I was trying to. The point I was making. Oh, I think, oh, that's, I don't want to play it back. I don't even know if we can play it back. Don't I think your point though was around the amount of money. The money that went into the market for the or people from last year have been. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going. I'm going into whole. Whole yeah. trying to make all the hay. So yeah. So and then the whole. Yes. So that happened, right? Around the, the around the closure dates, things things are still falling. Um, the closure happened and things still falling because COVID started coming. COVID panic. I don't think COVID was a real factor in all of the markets' mind at that point. It was a panic of seeing what happened in the world markets and what's happening across the world. Everything falling because of COVID, and it's people start putting people. So people, I found people that were saying the trans jam followed in the market was because of COVID. So they never, they never had any idea of what COVID was doing around trans jam time. But they blaming COVID for trans jams falling. Exactly. So I, I never understood that one. So you never know anything about COVID. But you sold and you heard COVID because guess what? The market fell and people talking about COVID, so it must be COVID. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> with that atmosphere in the market, right? Why? Mm-hmm. Other people that went into Transgender. Yeah, yeah, so other people that went into Transgender. Mm-hmm. They probably have the same. Mm-hmm. Selling the mentality to sell because of the behavior or whatever, they have something reasons around COVID or whatever, so they probably want to sell. Obviously, the first instinct isn't to sell at a loss. Cool, so you probably put up some sell at a premium, you want to sell and we'll make some money on it. Um, but the idea is that the buying pressure on them from the market might not be that heavy. The guys that want to get in are probably thinking maybe it fall, maybe it fall, or maybe I can get it cheap. You know, so I think the selling pressure will be heaviest earth, um overall. But early prediction, I expect that some people will be buying in on the premium. So like you're buying at breakup price, fifteen percent up, twenty percent up, maybe thirty percent up. If if something lucky, then boy, then it get it get heavy. But I'm not really seeing like a boy a double. I'm not seeing that, <laughs> and I see where eventually. Really. Hmm? And very, I, 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 I no, can't really where... That's big. So you, mm-hmm. Randy? No, no, I, I just agreeing with you. Keep going. Yeah, man, I'm hearing you, man. Oh yeah, yeah, man. It's a thing there. So, I'm not seeing where a a heavy amount of brand pressure, especially you know, if you can get so much other things at a discount that you were so happy with. They get transition at ideal price or more, versus boy, people been watching JMB, people been watching NCB. If you're, if you're really coming to the market, and I'm not sure that Transjam will be your first choice. Maybe get a preference because it's a new hot thing, it's IPO, but I'm not seeing where it, the whole market will look that direction. The refund money came back, people got a refund, so some of that will be going back into the market. But the thing is, they don't have to choose Transjam only. It's not like a regular market condition where, boy, everything up, 
and the best deal you can get is this thing near IPO price. Right now, everything down. So the best deal you can get is almost anything. So everything, everything. almost anything. You can. Well, you can wrap your eye and pick something good. Yeah. IPO to show. Literally. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Yo. It, Anyways, no man, I, I, I just agreeing with you. Yeah, almost everything is so good now that you, you yeah. it's almost a struggle to find a bad a bad pick. Um, but I, here's one thing I'll say though, based on what you just said, that mm -hmm. I don't know about, because here's my point of contention, right? Um, so yes, the 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 listing happened, and yes, you know a whole heap of um. And let me just cover the listing because I don't think we ever really officially said it on here. What happened was that I think everybody that's not in the public class got 100% of their allocations. Is that correct? Do I have that correct? Maybe. Um, or is it everybody except the pensions and public? Yeah, the pensions got. The public didn't get. The pensions got all they wanted in the pools. I, but got, but the ups, the, their pools are upsized. So... But did they still get everything that they wanted? Uh, yeah, because they were filled from the, the... I think the wording was that, yeah, I'm checking the wording. I actually check the wording. That's yeah, very important, right? Because yes, we, we know how that go. And and for the people listening, I want to say how it go. Um, we, the pensions have the most money in Jamaica in terms of... Uh, yeah, let me say that again. Maybe a bit more accurate. In terms of buying power movement, the pensions have a crap load of money. Mm -hmm. No, they have so much money that they're actually there. There are actually restrictions on what they can buy and how much mm -hmm. of anything that they can buy. One to protect people's money safety, and two because I mean, for example, yeah, if all the pensions decided to buy a US, yes. Yes, they do. Yeah, yes, they do do actual diversification. They do diversification net, so I can't, I can't buy too much into this company. They buy NCB stock, they can only buy only a certain percentage of NCB. So they buy NCB Ex stock, they can't go buy more than bonds because Ex they might do too much in NCB. So it's a next company. It's diversified heavily. A pension portfolio. Exactly. Exactly. And it is because they are specifically trying to remove almost all the risk mm. because their timeline is generally, yes, I mean, a, a pension timeline is generally, yeah, 40, 50 years, right? Uh, average, let's say, and this is me guessing here, but let's say average starting work ages, let's say 25, yeah. somebody starts working at this company at 25 and they're going to work there until they're 65. So they have a good 40 years that the pension doesn't have to necessarily um, pay out. Mm -hmm. That's for that one person. Or the reality of a pension is that they have, a, they have cash considerations that they have to do every year, all the time. People, even though the pension might start today, somebody might retire next week mm -hmm. and then qualify because they're in the pension. And the pension yeah. also isn't just there to save the money. In fact, pensions are not there to save money. Pensions are there to make money. Yeah, but they're there to make money in a very structured and yes. safe way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you think about the people who hear me go on and on about goals, if you hear me talk about goals, the pension a pension fund could say that its goal is to um, generally the goal of a pension fund is to make you get more money. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, reduce, get rid of inflation to the point where, so you would, at the point when you get the money back, you wouldn't have taken on the risk of infl- inflation, wouldn't have affected the money. So you wouldn't have lost money from inflation. You're getting about the same pay you were getting when you were contributing initially. So that's the thought behind it. I just want to take it from you. Yeah. So see, I you I if, you go, if you get deep into it in a realistic yeah, if you go deep into it in a realistic way, you can see that it's um, they're there to make money over a long period of time. Let us say 40, 20 to 40 years mm-hmm. with minimal risk in order to keep the, the fund active and liquid enough to do any payouts and handle any um, fees along the way mm-hmm. while maintaining the, not just the value of the contributions, but also growing it. So mm-hmm. they have to beat inflation every year, plus pay the pension plus managers, money. Yep. plus grow the rest of the portfolio. Yep. Yeah. And that's why we see pensions are able to buy something crappy now at a crappy price because mm-hmm. it's okay, we can wait the 15 years in which time yep. this buy is no longer a crappy buy, mm-hmm. which is why pensions can do what a lot of people can't. No, tying it all back together. Why did we mention pensions in the first place? Um, if if the pensions didn't get as many stocks as they would like to get or need to get or want to get, then they have to buy it on the open market, mm-hmm. which is after a list, which means that there's going to be heavy demand from people who have money, in this case, the pensions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's very important for us to know. I, I, I just remember when I started all of this. So it's very important for us to know what it is that the pensions got, because in the event that all the pensions are like, oh, well, you know, we got everything we wanted then that cuts demand immediately. Not that there isn't still demand, but mm-hmm. the big money people don't have the heavy demand. Yeah, so I'm looking and, at and it I've now. always been saying, look to Wita. Mm-hmm. Wita. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at it now and it says, all applicants in yeah. this pool will receive full allotment based on transfers to the registered pension funds and ETA reserve pools. So, yeah, all the pensions that apply to the IPO, pension funds that apply to the IPO are fully allotted. Mm-hmm. But, but the wording might be, the wording no, might be full allotment. So anything they apply for, they got it in. in oh yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, but the th- my consolation in is full. yeah. So my consolation is that they they may not necessarily have applied with all they were hoping to get in the IPO. So the pool might not have been exhaustive mm-hmm. for why this is all the money, all the pensions are willing to give to Transjam. So there might be an average down, so it's a discount on whatever the market price would be, because generally pensions would apply to an IPO and not get everything. Because if a special pool here for themselves, that's a guaranteed discount that they might get. There's a pool for themselves, you know, that work out. I'm getting a better allotment than if I was fighting for the shares in, in, with the general public, right? So that thought... I, I agree. The, so they might not have applied for all they could have gotten, they, they might have applied for and say, all right, so at this level, an average to, when I buy on the market at a higher price and our out of a certain amount, a certain price, then I can average down. Um, when for I average down what I'm going to buy on the open market, so it's going to give me a better average price when I actually buy on the open market with whatever I have remaining. So there might have there might be that I've seen pension funds where they don't actually apply with all they want for the market on the market, they just apply with a certain amount, knowing that on the market I'm going. Because I know so I can get everything I want in that. Yeah. So that might that that might that may be consolation. Um Stuart South, a guy from investing group. Um he he mentioned Stuart South. Yeah, I've seen, Stuart, I met him 
bought the place and then of course I, I gather he's done that. I also saw him at yeah, big up Stuart. Yeah man. So he mentioned a good he he said he gave a good point that um so pensions are generally split up with pooled funds and actual pension the pension fund, pension fund. So pooled funds will have restrictions on their buying. So generally so sometimes people pensions so pension managers what they'll do they have a pooled fund for so they have a equity fund. So that equity the this fund buys own equity, this fund buys own bonds and whatever. And then when you go for a pension product, then the pension product, your portfolio, your pension portfolio would actually buy, would only just buy pieces of a pooled fund that they have already. The pooled funds will have restrictions on what they're buying. Get me? Hmm. Say that again. So no, I don't. Repeat that. Okay, so say oh, example. Sadikor. Sadikor is a pension product, right? And they have pooled funds. Mm-hmm. So they have an equity pooled fund, a bond pooled fund, and whatever, whatever pooled fund for different asset classes. And then when you actually when you actually buying those pension product from them, so you go for, you go to them for a pension plan. And the pension plan, the nature of it is that you choose the allotment. So you want fifteen percent in the equity fund, ten percent in the bond fund. So every time you donate money, you'll be buying a piece of that fund. Instead of so they buy you get mm-hmm. so then your performance of your pension plan will be based on the performance of those funds and those funds won't have any restriction on how much of whatever asset class they can buy. Generally, sort of an equity pooled fund would just be buying equity heavily. And the, and the pooled funds do not classify as registered pension, so they will not fall in this class. Because the fund itself isn't... Okay, there we go. So it can buy anything. There we go. So my, so my... Yeah, I understand that now. Mm-hmm. So you're so you have a company. So the thing that can't the thing that can't be. Mm-hmm. Say you have a company and your your employee get a pension plan from your company, but it's managed by one of those pension fund managers, right? Then your company has a restriction. So there's actual restriction on the buying, generally, if it's a, it's a traditional pension fund. Very yes, often, they are restricted to a specific mm-hmm. percentage. Yeah. So, but very often the pension product that is sold to companies or to individuals, it's, it's based on the pooled fund approach. So, and the pooled, the funds themselves would not, the pension that you have with, you, your pension that buys into the different pooled funds wouldn't be actually buying yeah. the actual IPO, but the pooled funds can go and go buy into the IPO. And the pooled funds are not registered pensions as seen here. So it, they would not, they would be applying in the general public. Okay. I would think. And so you, and so you are hoping you are oh, hoping that yeah, some of these that. funds, the pooled funds, mm-hmm. have not yet gotten what it is oh, that they yeah, want, yeah. and so yeah. they might be providing a lot of. Okay, yes. and I'm with you. So the reason why, I, as as interrupted earlier, is because we're well, not interrupting, but what raised my eyebrows was when you said that was the second, which is just so we know they have restrictions from the government. So mm-hmm. you don't want to re- register as a pension. Mm-hmm. There's a limit on how many of a certain thing you can buy. Yeah. And of oh, course, yeah. even below the government restrictions, even below the government restrictions, you have um, BOJ restrictions in order to protect the um, in order to protect the, the yeah. US dollar to Jamaican dollar exchange rate. Yeah, so I think because really if the pensions want they can because FSC FSC regulates pensions. So you don't say oh we have a lot of regulating it. And then the FSC as a regulatory body would put in a heavier restriction on what exactly they can do. 
but it's not illegal. It's just not as illegal, but they can be fined or whatever for going above a certain um thing there. Going going beyond the the mandate of the pension or whatever or whatever the FAC record or mandates that they can actually go into whatever. So stuff like that. Cool. So the law might be different from regulation. So but you see it sometimes. But regulation would hit a hit. Well, the reg well the law is different from the, the regulation because the law actually allows them a, a lot more leeway. Yeah, but the issue is than that they actually the, get because of the regulation. Yeah, but the the, the law it's the, the law itself um gives power to the regulatory body, so it tells the, the FSC act will tell you say, boy, I guess so. FSC is here, and if you go beyond if you go beyond whatever FSC is telling, you, you're actually in illegal zone. So. <laughs> You know that you know the law gets sometimes. Yeah, and then I know in finance, finance is an industry of really, really people. Yeah, so you, you will always have people. Yeah, avoid the, the risk, 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 risk. Avoid, 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 and so nobody pushes the envelope. And then occasionally have one or two people come along and then push the envelope. Yeah, yeah, man. All to, of a sudden. The, yeah, so you know, you know that is so you the the person. Who finds the I, won't, I don't want to say loophole, but it finds the, the area in the law where it allows for the person to make money in a certain way, right? Because mm -hmm. so the law doesn't um, regulate a certain mm -hmm. thing, a certain way. You realize where well, there's opportunity in the fact that that specific thing is really regulated like that. So you work you work out a plan to best make money, to best um profit from that, and then so boy, you know the guys are profited from that thing, and then everybody start doing it because it makes sense. More money makes more sense, right? I, I think so. I, and that's why you, you see all kind of interesting things. In fact, that might have been why that um, Canadian mortgage company chose to list in Jamaica. Equity line. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, equity line, because then Jamaican pensions will be able to buy a lot more of it and participate in that IPO a lot more than they could if they were just buying the Canadian shares. Mm-hmm. Right, because that would be overseas. Yeah, so yeah, they open themselves. Right, there are things like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I remember having a conversation actually in 2015 with somebody, and they were saying to me that um, there are two things. I don't. I, there are two things that they're saying. I just the, the point is that things were being created with because of those specific um, regulations. The mm -hmm. um restrictions that the pensions were under but yeah, the I think, I think and the then surprise then why you could... yes but then the pool for approach will not work if the rule is amended or if the rule mm. says yeah. underlying security you get me so just mm. because danai has put together 30 of these equity things it doesn't mean that i can buy into danai heavier than i could those things because the regulations might say hey the underlying the underlying asset of Danai's company is really yeah. just equities to a certain level. Yeah, you so you are still restricted so. from holding X amount. Yeah. So if the law and that's important to know, law. right? Because yeah, and the law sometimes has to. In fact, the law no, shouldn't. Yeah, it's happened with the um, yeah, with the with the mortgage crisis in the US. Oh yes, the mortgage. That, that's what happened. Security. They, they, that's they exactly didn't. What happened, they didn't yeah. They found somebody from the one layer below. Exactly. They didn't go one layer below to see what was behind the actual asset, what the mm. derivative was a derivative of. Exactly. And so that's part, partially that. why. 
Yes, and that's why Sir Michael Burry made a yes. lot of money. <laughs> because all he did was go one layer below mm-hmm. to see, hey, what is this thing a derivative of and what's actually happening with those things? Yeah. That man is earning my respect in a day. More and more and more. More and more. Yeah, basically. So we have to, the, yeah. <laughs> Get to that in time. When it's in, so to tell people who Michael yeah, Michael Burry, who Michael Burry is. Um, the simplest version I can tell anybody listening is, if you watch oh, The Big Short, he's the, he's the guy, The Big Short, the movie, he's the guy that The, the Big Short is about. And it's, uh, it's based on a true story. And the true story is Googleable ones. Just go and Google it right now. Just kind of talk about that happened. Yes, he's the guy who essentially, during, well, before that crisis, he said, hey, guys, I think something's... Mm-hmm. Yes, but he uncovered it before everybody, and he yep. was saying, "This is this is crazy." So, and so his response in saying that it was crazy, if I can summarize for everybody, was mm-hmm. that he controlled a fund, and it's his fund, so people invest in his fund, but he controls it and he has ultimate control over his fund. Um, and he took his fund and he bet against the entire market. Mm-hmm. If you know anything about the U.S. market, there are certain things you don't bet against, like you don't <laughs> bet. It's, you do not bet that the U.S. financial system is going to go through a crisis, right? That is a sure way of get, it is something that everybody knows they don't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he did it, a lot of his fund people, and understand the people in his funds are rich people, really rich people, wealthy people, people who can say, all right, I'm going to give you a billion here, a billion there. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, those people are like, hey, you're being crazy. What are you doing? This don't make sense. Um, and he said, no, it makes sense to me. And they're like, no, this is crazy. And it went as far as they're like, okay, we're going to pull our money. And he, because it's his fund and the rules of the fund allow him to, said, uh, no, I'm not allowing you to pull your money. I have, my, I, have, I have made a bet. He did a short against, that, that's the thing, he did a big short against the market. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a risky thing if you get it wrong. And he did it. And he held it right through. They actually sued him. The lawsuits are crazy. People sent death threats, blah, blah, blah. And in the middle of all of that, boom. The derivative, the derivatives fell out. The market fell out. The financial crisis of 2007 happened. Of 480 first Crazy. Yeah, uncoupled billion. Mm-hmm. How much you have it in front of you? How much? How much was what was his chart? What was it? What was his portfolio size before? Uh, I have. I don't have actually in front of me. My portfolio size. Right, but people is billions of US. Yes, billions of US dollars, and he um. He, he, it worked out for him. As in, because he made a short, he bet that the market would be going down. He made a significant amount of money. And he made it on the money for the people who were saying to him that they're going to sue him. And the people who were suing him. So in mm-hmm. other words, I am in court suing you because I think you're doing something crazy. And the crazy thing that he was doing has yeah. actually made them very 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 rich hilarious what is what happened with the money he made them in a time when everybody else lost money so he basically he secured their their future he he secured their livelihood during a period where everybody else's livelihood was so you couldn't get a house or rent you couldn't even buy a house but guess what this guy just gave you millions of dollars you're good (laughs) so yeah house prices house prices tanked and people couldn't buy houses it was that bad. Yep. Yeah. 
it was that bad and in, in and to understand this because he was shorting the market it means that he made money on the fall of the market mm-hmm. what's that's not that's the next thing i want people to understand in this covid thing so we're dropping covid gems on your same time we're in a in an advanced market with advanced market tools such as shorting which isn't really an advanced market tool shorting is literally centuries old mm-hmm. it is centuries, centuries old um oh nice yeah but yeah um shorting does not exist in jamaica officially mm-hmm. and then i have been talking about wanting shorting if you go back to some of our past episodes we're talking about wanting shorting and we have said i am i love that i'm on record i have said if you truly believe that the jsc is going to sh- correct in air quotes is going to fall heavily in prices then you should be begging for shorting from a long time. And I, we were saying that when the market never dropped yet. If it had existed, well, people like you and me would be making crazy money. Um, but it does not exist. And as a result, we're not making that money. Shorting is actually there to help you in situations like this. I say that because a lot of people see those headlines and then say, Oh my God, market the Nasdaq low. is down, record lows, market down. Mm. Understand that in the US? When the market is down, there is a crap load of people that are very, very, very happy. People short. They think that the market every day. Yeah. Like people short for a four percent drop. Yes. Just because fifteen percent in a year in the US is good. So imagine. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> no, 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 sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Five percent in a US is uh, good. Yes. A year in the US is good because you're ahead of you're ahead of inflation mm-hmm. plus more. Ten percent is great. Fifteen percent is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, double digits is good. Yeah, double digits, yeah. and I want people to think about that because it's funny, you know. We have listening to this in Jamaica. We we speak about the double digits just because as a spectacle because the US has it as a spectacle. Yes, exactly. Everybody presentation. We exactly. Every turns on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. But but you need to understand the market context. Shout out to Capit God again, Nigel Clark, <laughs> Doctor Nigel Clark. Um, that because he mentioned when he was at Stocks on the Rocks, one of the things that I agreed with him was that Jamaica needs to define its own. So what, what each of these things that are local, but also international, meaning like what does a ten percent a ten percent drop in America does not mean the same thing as a ten percent drop mm-hmm. in Jamaica. Yep. But we have not yet defined what a 10% drop means in Jamaica. When I say define it, I mean, what we don't really know what's good and what's really bad, you know? Um, I, I go back to that headline I saw the other day where it said, Scotia pays its biggest dividend ever in history, in its history, you know? Mm-hmm. And I smile at that because that's, a, that's an example of a lack of financial literacy, you know? Because if you're really going off headlines like that, you could say NCB paid their biggest dividend ever. And you could say Carreras paid their biggest mm-hmm. dividend ever. And it, because like NCB, NCB's dividend now is a dollar every quarter. Um, mm-hmm. They've never had a dividend at that level before. Exactly. To my knowledge. So it's their biggest ever, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and, and they're paying out a percentage of their record profit. They've been making record profits for year after year after year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say other than other than um, 
you just have to understand that this is where we are in Jamaica and it is for us to define. And it's an exciting time. I'm sure a lot of people are going to define it. People are defining it and there's going to be a lot more coming out, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember talking to Simon and company. I, I hear saying Simon and company. I, well, I talked to Ivy, who's Simon Bertrand. Big up Ivy views on Twitter. Current FIFA master. <laughs> Brother, the man in it more wants to play FIFA. Who tell me if I got t- no excuses? I'm not making any excuses because my brother never actually play FIFA with more often than not. Them know better. Them teach me that. No excuses. But I go play the man at an inopportune time. Start off nice. Jeez, you wept. I go find him find the right the right settings at the right time. Meaning him whip me down to the ground, brother. Um, I mean congrats to him. So he's the best at FIFA currently. In finance Twitter until I decide to take back the throne, but big up him for that. But he and I were having a conversation, and because he's an economist and he's at a stage where he's defining a lot of the basic, in air quotes, economic things that are basic in other markets but have not yet been defined here. And we spoke about this also, and we had Kirk on, who is also an economist, mm-hmm. um, and has done some work, a paper on on defining. The movement of our market versus our our mm-hmm. t-bill as a t-bill off versus government paper mm-hmm. um so we got both of them for that but yeah this long-winded thing was just to say that in jamaica we need to start defining a lot of our things in our market and stop shouting down people in the market just because they don't agree with us mm-hmm. we need to look at what they're saying mm-hmm. judge it based on the tenets of it and see where there's money there because a lot of the things that you've turned so. down say it again and not because America said means it. I saw you go here. Exactly. Exactly. When I talk to my friends in the US, and my relatives in the US also, who know about investing and so on, they always come with like the most advanced market things. And I always feel so bad having to tell them, um, you know, that's, that's not quite how it works in Jamaica. Like, okay, you know, I can put, I, what am I put options? I'm like, eh, you can put your money in an account in Jamaica. <laughs> you can go and buy stuff on the market. <laughs> We're still at the pure stage of it. Uh-huh. Buy a business, if it's good, it makes profit. If people love it and buy it heavily, the share price will go up. If they hate it the share, or have any other reason, the share price will go down. Mm-hmm. But, um, But but outside, sorry, I was just clicking because that Shanice, top striker Shanice, who says she can join us. Uh-huh. What she said, we might have to edit out everything when she's done. But no, we're not going to have to edit it out. Top striker is joining us. She can tell us how it's been going. We're bringing it back to COVID. There we go. COVID, or as I like to call it, the coronavirus, the big dog. Coronavirus! Oh, God, I really have to wow. edit that. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, there's somebody else I should big up. I, I don't remember her name, but I want to give her her big up because I did that because she says ah. she's always trying to push her son. You, you remember? You know her name? I know her name. Or her I, username? I, I, I'm worse with names anymore, sir. That's oh, no, I don't feel bad. I don't have her name here. But she, she know it. I, she actually invited, she's one of the reasons why I went to Woolmans and spoke because she invited me to go and talk to the Fifth Farm group just about investing and getting them into it. Um, thank you to her for that opportunity. I don't think that the kids actually had a great enough time because they couldn't hear me much. And Fifth Farm, who gives a damn? And it was too big a group. Um, however, 
I like that she's passionate about investing. She actually works for, for JMB, so big up her, big, big up her completely. I really feel bad. Andalte, that is her name on Twitter. Big up Andalte. Uh, and I'll remember it properly and I'll big her up completely. But she's trying, she, she's in Twitter, she's getting her son into it. Um, like slowly but surely. And so him start big up. So if I'm hearing right now, big up the tone. I hope you in the car listening to this. Big up both of you. And it's because of her joke about her saying the coronavirus with the Cardi B voice. Mm -hmm. Why I said, you know, let me do the same thing. So <laughs> of her for that for influencing the podcast and influencing her son. And I know I have a prize to come give. I have not forgotten, even though we're in this time of corona. Coronavirus! But I do remember that we have I, I do have a prize to give the winning class from um from from Woolmers. Yo, I want to say something funny than I. Um only one class took it serious. But mm -hmm. you know they're young, they started out, so you know they trade back and forth. They never really make much money. Another class heard that I've given a prize. I've given them a little bit of money for whoever won. I think it's fifty grand. But they say it's it's going to be um they, they're never really interested. They're not really interested. So here what them do. Buy something one time, it go up, sell it, and then just leave the money. Leave the money. <laughs> <That's just laughs> a you know so they end up beat everybody. Oh God! <laughs> they never pay attention to the competition. They never do not what they them so everybody. Mm -hmm. That's funny. Wow. It, that boom. So they sell and then they don't care about it. When the when the time comes, when the time was up, they ended up winning mm -hmm. because even though they never do nothing, they never research, they never pay attention, nothing. At the end of the day, them have the most money, and I can't afford them for that. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious, actually. Um, I, I, yes, it is hilarious. They never learn it. And so, you know, you feel bad like that. Because you want to give the class that um, did the work, that put together all the, 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 the research, that went and traded a couple of times. But you also can't change the rules after you start, mm -hmm. right? So, the goalposts. <laughs> when you start is when you There you go. You can't move the goalposts. So, you know that me now, somebody, mostly me, have to go find two prizes <laughs> to, to, go give, to go give one the rightful winning team who won based on the rules and give the second team who hardest workers, I should say, who maybe learned the most. Mm -hmm. And I think that's only fair. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's the sort. I, I, I'm happy that they're, they're interested. I'm happy every time I can get a young crop of young people interested in investing from now because as you know and i know it changes your entire life no matter what you want to do you don't have yep. to become an investor you don't have to stick to this but it helps you in every single realm it's very far reaching um yes but i don't even know how far we got from this tangent so you think that trans jamaica is going to rise a little bit but may not really stay up there mm -hmm. oh, oh we go far we came from or expectation on transformation. I know what we went really far from it. Yeah, but I'm bringing it back. It's normal. It's with, with this conversation, <laughs> with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do go on our tangents all over. It's a good thing you was inspired, right? So, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's a good thing that what? This one was despite the tangents. They like the tangents, actually, so it's fine. Yeah, I hear people tell us that the um the the tangents are the best part and i think they understand yeah. that 
um, that the tangent really is a conversation. That's where a lot of the value is. Mm -hmm. But that's not to say that we shouldn't stay on message. So you think that it's not necessarily going to do great. Um, I am still up in the air. Uh, let, let me be real. Let me pick a side. Let me let me jump off the fence. Yeah. Um, See, that's a, that's, a, that's a fine answer, to be honest. I, I know we don't like to do on the fence? Not to say I don't know, but uh, I understand the need for you just to pick to pick a side, da, 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 but I don't know is actually a pretty valid answer to everything. <laughs> Saying you don't know is a point of, okay, I learn from this, I need to look at it more, you know, there's some information I haven't put in my mind that I probably just need to observe whatever is going to happen mm-hmm. because too much variables in there. But I understand where you're coming from, where you want to yeah. actually give you this another okay, I'll, I will pick a side, even though, to be honest, I still, I don't know. Yeah, and, and the truth is, I think might just happen. Yeah. Like most things will happen, but to be honest, I don't really know what's going to happen. Exactly. Um, for me, for me, it, it's, it's twofold. I don't have a problem, as you know, I don't have an issue at all saying that um, I don't know. Because mm-hmm. the truth is, we don't, we, don't, we don't know. We never know. It is all a guess, mm-hmm. right? It's an educated yes, guess. Yes, yes. I would try to get the, the, we try to get it as educated as possible, but it still is a guess at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, having said all of that, however, I have been hard on the industry because I want them to take positions i want them to guess i want them to guess and guess openly and then speak about that open guess and then go on to um and then go on to measure against that guess and i don't think people understand how much of the industry doesn't do that uh but this is not industry beating up episode right this this is a this is a coronavirus episode in the same coronavirus series Coronavirus! Thank you, Cardi. Um, so, so in, in, in light of that, um, I, I should bring in. I, I know I was saying something a while ago, but I'm dropping it completely because we do have a top striker here with us, Shanice. Welcome, oh, Shanice. Shanice. Shanice, hold on. Yeah. So, where were we? Uh, hi, guys. Sorry, you'd have heard a nice little break there just now. We have joining us the one and only top striker who you've heard us talk about all the time on the show, Shanice. The person who beat both of us last year in terms of investing. <laughs> what was your what was your return last year, Shani? It was two seventy six percent, two hundred and seventy six. Up, 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 and 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 when did you start investing? I started investing probably a little after than I, like around twenty seventeen, probably the end of twenty seventeen is when I started. Yes. Wow, wow, wow! So you just you just that. But, yeah, you know, just you, but you are, of course, in a um, finance-related field. I am okay. not at all. You're not, really. I studied the sciences, and I work in the science field. Wow. So, yeah, no, this is all new to me. Wow. Well, two years in, is it still new to you? Because you're beating Dana, you're beating me. And I happen to know that it's not accidental you beat us, yeah? That's the beautiful part. It's not like you did just lucky and pick something. Yeah. No. Yeah. Had to be several lucky picks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wow! I am so happy to hear that because I, I know you you know the struggle now of how hard it is to be lucky. 
especially consistently lucky. It take a whole yep. hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big up, big up Dre. Dre. Um, attacking Dre. I don't know what Dre's name on Twitter is. Anymore. I think it's Brando Attacking Dre. Brando Attacks. The bad man from Balaclava. Um, mm-hmm. But he said, he said, the boy said to me, say, yo, you have a good for lucky. And he's a hundred percent right. Shani's, you know, the amount of True. work that goes into it. No. Being lucky. Yeah. However, what we're talking about on this episode is, other than cussing about stuff that we shouldn't waste our time cussing about, we're also talking about g- gains and gains during a time of COVID, you know, the coronavirus. Ooh. Coronavirus! Big up Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> Big up Kylie all the time. Um, yeah, so, Shan, well, then I was saying that, you know, you did something that he and I have done over the years and we're still doing. Well, we mm-hmm. should still do, but admittedly, while well, at least I drop off a farm through being busy and being lazy. And I think then I said, also, well, not lazy, but then I said, busy, work, taking brewery. But you've been doing some of those aggressive plays, the ones that we don't usually talk about. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of those aggressive plays, especially with how the market is set up right now. Yeah. That's really the only way that you're going to be making money with the way things are right now. Wow. Because everything is basically at a discount. Almost everything. Hmm. <sighs> what is not a discount? You say that. And guys, if you hear the sound off, it's because, again, we're all being compliant. We're remaining socially dis- distant. Is that the right term? Am I yes, quoting Social from distancing. My... Yes, Social, Social distancing. Sorry. Social distancing is different from being socially distant, you know. One is <laughs> <laughs> social distancing is a directive from the government. And social distancing is like you and girlfriend complain about. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Drag me like that. Um, Not my girlfriend. Your girlfriend. Yeah, I say drag, drag me like that. Drag me like that. Watch me edit all of this. <laughs> Anyway, um, so, so, Shani, you say you're making aggressive gains. The only thing you can see yourself making right now, based on how the market is. But it's funny. You're not complaining about the market. I thought you'd be complaining that everything is down. I'm not complaining <laughs> at all. I'm properly enjoying the way the market is right now. <laughs> wow. Wow. You don't complain in profit, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm complaining profit for real. Exactly. So, it's like, started, oh my God, I'm making all this money. <laughs> So at the start of the call, you would have heard this. So I started talk, the call. I was talking to Danai about how weird it is that we who actually make money in the market, mm. like we don't like, we don't actually like talking about it. And you, you, no. you talk, you, you, so you talk to Danai, you know, like some of the things that Danai do in terms of making gains, and you know, you also listen to the show, so you know we don't fight on the show. Yeah. So on the show, we we, we tend to be very straightforward but we, we tend to not touch certain things because we want we don't want anybody to feel alienated right um i get that yeah i then i will tell you that I, it's not this last recording it's recording before the last one i legit said to him so hold on the market don't because <laughs> 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 i never really know right mm-hmm. and that's crazy how can you not know that the market is down because again i'm quoting Danai from this show, we don't buy the market. <laughs> we buy specific stocks. True. 
so the market went down. I mean, I, I knew that the market was down after all because people talking about things here and then the headlines go out. But I never really know at first because unless something that I am holding go down, we never really see it. You get me? Um, yeah. We, then we went into talking about how the market got to where it is. Then I made an excellent point, which I think we're going to come back to in another episode, which is where we're talking about um, what people look at, what they actually look at, and what's actually happening in the market. I said to Danai, when we were trying to get you on the call, I said to Danai that um, one of the things that I expect to happen in the future is that a lot of people are going to talk about how the coronavirus caused the market to dip. And the nuance of understanding that the market dipped long before coronavirus. It the did. Market, the market dipped, as a, in my opinion, as a result of Transjamaica. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The second people had an actual go date, people started to pull mm -hmm. money very quickly from everything else in order to go into that. Yeah, and you saw it. Like, you saw it immediately. Yes. Literally immediately. Mm -hmm. The day after. And you see, from the, you see from the big things. The one that you can yeah. always use to test the temperature of the market is NCB. Mm -hmm. Nobody's I selling use NCB and I also use JMMB. Yes, JMMB is a good, is a good um, second. I actually have been using JMMB heavily to JMMB. Funny enough, I also think JMMB is going to lead the um, resurgence mm -hmm. because, because they're going to be an undeniable thing. But I could yeah, be man, I'm definitely with you there. Yeah, well, see that? Well, the top strike, I agree, you know. <laughs> the top strike, I agree. I, I do just think JNB is just going to be a great win for everybody um, involved. And if people have been paying attention, yeah, about, I could have it wrong, but I think about $30 million worth of JNB has been crossing the market over the last few days from insiders. When I say insiders, I mean people who have to report their trades. If you notice, the people on the board or the connected parties have been buying up in um JMB shares heavily over the last few days. Almost every day you see one. I think today there was three hundred and fourteen thousand shares or three hundred and twelve thousand shares that crossed the market. What's what JMB closed the day at today? Uh, it is thirty-five ninety. Thirty <laughs> below APO price. Below the APO, right? So speaking about below the APO price, those people who bought access, ouch. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Big hit. Ouch. You know, I have people who ask me about buying access, and I said to them, um, I mean, you know, like your friends ask you, how, how you feel. The usual thing with them trying to hear what I'm going to say without asking me directly and pretending mm -hmm. that they're not going to listen to it and try and follow it. Big up them. Um, but I said to them, say, oh, I'm not buying because I'm not necessarily enthused by it. And I think that where it is right now is, it, at the time, it was overvalued. And um, it, the, the prospects for the company, the growth prospects are good, but not like astronomical. You know, and that was when it was at 30 or 40 odd, I think, or it had touched 40, but it was being sold for 30 odd. Now it closed the day at what? Is it at $20 now? Do you guys know? It's at $18.26. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 I've won. I know one guy who, who um, two things I said to him, I never listened. It had to prove him. Uh, prove that I had a more nuanced take on at the time. And I still stick to it. Well, proven, proven I expect big things from now. But 
access at the time. I'd, I'd said, boy, I don't know about it. I'm saying, I trust him, team, I do it, him, I talk to him, advise him, a couple of advisor friends, him, I have to say, I talk to them, and then him, I'll go oh, in. And I, I think he went in. I think he went in heavy too. And he went in from the this sale. So he went in from the proven sale. Mm -hmm. um, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers go to him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry for that. Yeah, but you know, well, I find in, in this time, I'm finding things, it's, it's hard for things to be overvalued anymore. Like if you look at the PEs of all of these companies, like everything either level out or we are below them, or below regular market value. Like only a couple yeah. of things holding on the high. Yeah. Um, like ISP that carries the trade more than so. So it always follows everybody. Yeah, ISP That's, have the protection of, of being closely held. That's crazy to me though, Virgin. PEL can have maybe sheet. 8748 PE and 11, 1196 price. That's close to the buyout price. <laughs> Woo! And the PE is so high. This burger, but it's actually not going to where they are right now. From where they're coming from. Well, you don't expect like an earning surprise from them? No, I just remember during the buyout period, what was happening in the company, the trajectory they have at the time, but post um, the post buyout. Switch up the numbers start to look in very depressed. I don't know the earnings aren't that aren't haven't been great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they might have an earnings surprise. According to the same Mayberry sheet, um they, they, there seem there seems to be an expectation of them coming in with heavy earnings over the next few reported quarters, maybe the next one or the, the one after that. Um and I could see some of that. I do, there was something in Berger that I should remember from like my personal use, where I mm -hmm. remember like when this pass, the effect is going to be blah, blah, blah. But I don't remember what it was. I think I do expect them to have better profits now, but again, not better profits to justify where they are. I don't know if they'll be good enough to justify their price, you know? Kind of like how that I, you know, as, as <laughs> scrambling trying to find a way to justify Fontana being worth eight dollars or more more than eight dollars <laughs> yeah. and what, what Fontana didn't know that's another one my god 399 Oh my god. Oh my god. Fast rich though. Fast rich below IPO price. I saw a tweet saying that today. Jeez. 244. What did the IPO at? Uh hmm. What the two? That'd be a two. I know GWS has two fifty. I know two or two fifty. GWS has two fifty. So I think it is two. No, no, it was two, yeah. Yeah. Fast Fast rich was two. Or it traded below IPO price. And it traded below it. I mean that somebody today decided to sell. Below from IPO. Below IPO uh, somebody just want get out. Get out. And, uh, right? Watch me now bring bring full circle to a conversation that you were, again weren't here for, Shanice, but I want to I wrap yeah. that one, which was, then I, and I, uh, the question I asked then I was, you know, Trans Jamaica, we know that it lists tomorrow on the market. And I, I was asking Danai what he thinks the initial reaction is going to be. He was saying that he doesn't think it will do anything crazy. It might spike and then come out. I had 
almost started to give my take on that and then we got distracted and then we brought you in. But I'll say my take and then I'll ask you your questions. Um, I, I just expected to, it's kind of the same. I hate saying the same thing that Danai said, but it's kind of the same. I don't know. I don't, that, there's a point in there that Danai had made where he had said that he, you know, the refunds come back in terms of the people who didn't get everything that they asked for. Um, and so some of it will go back in the market. But yo, Danai, I don't know. I think right now if you give somebody cash, then keep anything cash. Oh, yeah, keeping it, yes. Yes, I think so. Yeah, because if, if that were true, I think a lot of mm -hmm. these um, high-level things would have been bought up already. Yep. A lot of things that are so great would have risen. Mm -hmm. Instead, instead, I mean, NCD is still a slide. Yeah. J JMMB um, still a slide, 35, 90. Mm -hmm. uh, and look at the thing, the, fact that the pensions. Pensions got all they wanted, so they're not... Now the refunds went to them, so it's all public money. So I can't say I have a very good case of people saying I'm keep the cash. Yeah, yes. So I was saying to Danai that I don't know if um I don't know if it's really going to go into the market. But I don't think I, I, I don't think most of it is. But yeah, I don't think so either. But who knows? Maybe somebody will go. Yo, I mean, okay, if I sold my NCB at two hundred dollars to buy Trans Jamaica. I got, what was the percentage? I got, I got a million worth. So I sold three million NCD. Big money we're talking here now. So three million NCD. I put three million into Transamerica. I only got a million of what I asked for. And um, I, get, I get in the two million back. Uh, I might be tempted now to buy two million worth of NCD because at 152.78, if I sold at 200, at 152.78, I'm looking at it's seventy six percent cheaper. That's a nice discount. Yeah. But it take yeah. but it's so funny. It takes bravery, although I didn't think it would, but it actually does take it takes bravery and apparently foresight to think of NCD that was good three months ago at two hundred being still great. Wait, no. Seventy six percent. Well, no, it's seventy six percent off, so it's it's twenty four. Okay, that makes that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, twenty four is twenty four percent lower. Um, I don't understand why people wouldn't necessarily see that, but I do understand that they don't necessarily see that. What what's real to them isn't our NCB, right? No, what's real to them is like a money out of the market because of whatever is happening. After them, and the panic, you know that goes. So you see it falling. So in the rational thought isn't okay, so this is the rest of the world. Rational thought really is. Everybody's leaving, so I might as well leave with them because I don't want to be the bottom. I don't want to be the last to leave. So exactly, herd. The herd runs, and you have, mm -hmm. and you have to understand. The less financially literate you are, is the more you react to herd mentality. Mm -hmm. And so, make my own opinion for yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. What, what everybody's doing. As far as you're concerned, that side needs more informed. Yes. Or, or, or just this straight oh, more base, reasonable. base fair. No, the thing with Transamerica is it's probably going to be the stock, or it is the stock with the most, or it will be the stock, in my opinion, with the most retail investors. Um, and we know pensions push the market and hold the market. And the big companies, the houses also do the same. But retail investors like you and me actually define the market. Yeah, it's when it's, 
And I say that because if it has the most retail investors, you know, if it fly, that's great, but it could also have the most selling pressure ever. It could, you could have more people going, yo, I just want to get out. And I suspect that, <laughs> I, I suspect that that might happen because I think it will hit the 30% tomorrow, the 30% day one. Early 15. <laughs> well, yeah. I thought it was murderous. And it might, it might have like an intraday recovery. So like it's tanking, 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 and then somebody decides to buy it up. So it recovers like for a couple of minutes, 30 minutes, and then you see it again down. So maybe a matter of shoot the bottom. And you know, we already discussed what, what kind of heavy selling pressure this fair because I want the people, I want the money in there. It's people exiting, people exiting hard. Yes. So, I see people I, exiting hard as well. And bear in mind that people got large allocations, yeah? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, the reason so, I use a, a million on my example just now is because if you got, if you applied for a million dollars worth or less, you would have gotten your full allocation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or if you applied with, um, with a, with a, as a E-tag customer. So if you apply, yeah, if you applied as an ETA customer, you, you get everything. I think a lot of people got a lot of what they applied for. And I think a lot of those people don't know anything about stocks. Mm -hmm. Yep, market terrible right now. They're probably looking at it and want and seeing the hair number, everything else falling and wondering what's going to happen in my chance to share when you actually this. So yeah. they already have decisions to sell from Joe. But you know, yep. why I think you will actually hold for a small amount of time because nobody gets a fancy. Remember those to the 80% loss that I might. That if I wait a week, I get it. So maybe I'll try try to put the money on it. So actually, I try to sell it higher. And then when people actually start selling out heavily, that's when you get into the bunch. <laughs> yeah, all right. So two things. All right. So I, I hear that, but I think you're underestimating fear. A lot mm -hmm. of these people, are you overestimated how much these people know? A lot of these people don't know nothing. Them here on news say US market sinking, all of these sinking, JC sink to say it's not just there is online. And if you it is local and you know that if you talk to a local person, a local investment industry, chances are you hear the same thing. Boy, everything bad things, bad rough you you probably gonna hear the same thing from them. Um so imagine yourself as the regular person who have Four hundred thousand dollars that then trying this thing because you're my miss week time, but may I try this? Mm. And then in between the little time where you say you're trying, because you save up the four hundred thousand, you put it in, and then in the time that you put it in, and at least everything was going good, boom, coronavirus, market drop. Matter of fact, the market dropped before, and then coronavirus. Yeah. No coronavirus, like you, and everything I fly downwards. And the people in my look to, remember check Twitter said I'm talk about them look like them scared too. <laughs> Everybody afraid. And then here comes the government going, boom, here's your refund of X amount. But if I never have that much, I just have 20,0, so I got everything I wanted. So tomorrow morning, I was saying again, we're just we're saying this before at least. So tomorrow morning is going to be the first chance that you have to access that 30,0 that you put into the stock market thing, the stocks thing. I think they're going to run. I think a lot of them are going to run. But what I'm banking at against also is that a lot of them might not even know how to run. They don't know nothing about it. They never even know it at least. So I think we might have a good first day. You might get the 30% up day one. But you see, oh, you see, they get. Yes, you don't know if it was on its own site or is it on Twitter only? 
But you know, JC's there already. I don't know if it's on the site. I don't think they usually put it on their site. It's yeah, not on the site. It's not on the site. On Twitter. Twitter, it's, on Twitter. it's usually just on Twitter that they post yeah, it. So you, know you know, most of them are going to do this also. Jeez, you wept. Well, I'm we not sure it. what's their rationale with only posting those things on Twitter. Yeah, I'm sure you know this. No, I remember seeing them doing something like, you I know, know what? I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, big up JC. Um, <laughs> so I think what's going to happen is that he's going to list tomorrow. He might get the 30%. No, this is the assumption that the pensions truly have. And the pensions and the big guys have what they want. Now, if the big enough guys do not have all that they want and they're still trying to buy up more, then we might see some sustained volumes coming out of it. But what I think could happen is that even if the big guys want buying what they want, well, no, because they're going to buy in bands. So even if the big guys buy what they want, I don't know nothing about this stocks thing. I never know so it's a list tomorrow because I'm not on Twitter. So that means tomorrow at least, and it hit the, the break at the 30% up. But on the news is when I'm going to hear about it. And that's when things get different. So I watch news tonight, the Wednesday night after a list, and I hear it say, Trans-Jamaica list, um, it went up 30%. Also, Wednesday is the business news day, so there's going to be articles in the newspaper about it. There's going to be people on Twitter talking about it. There's going to have people on um, Instagram and so on talking about it. You're going to hear it up 30% in the same newscast that you hear how many other things drop, and you're also going to hear that U.S. markets are still draining because you're going to hear that coronavirus is at its greatest rush in America right now because it's going to be more testing, blah, blah, blah. Jamaica now up to 21 cases, yada, yada, yada. It's all fear. You see the fear? And here is $300,000 that I put in, and it's no longer $300,000, right? It's no what? 390000 Did I get that right, Danny? 30%? Yeah. Yeah. So it's 390000 And, um... I am able to pull out that, yo, may I take it? No, you know. And it, oh, may I take it? No. So I think day mm -hmm. two, day two, the breaker might fly downwards. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many people are, yeah, I don't know how many people are going to go, yo, let me wait it out. I think I'm going to go, yo, 30%, that's sound good to me. Yeah, so my real issue with it going up, so I can say with that rationale, my issue with going up is who will buy it up? Ah, who's going to buy it up? Up on day one, that's true. Mm -hmm. mm. So yeah, yeah, put, you put it out. So you, you put it, you put it still out there, and hope God says that somebody take that, and then it might be a fight to the bottom from there. But you know that go. You're hoping, and then I'm hoping too, and you are you're trading in front of him, put a lower sell, and it will start race to the bottom with the sales. So that can happen. So if somebody don't buy it, you know, then gonna have some losers. Jeez, you wept. <sighs> Shanice, what do you think will happen? I think we're going to see a little rise on day one. It I don't know if I want up. to even put it at 30%. It's, it's going to hit the breaker. I think it's going to hit the breaker. But it might actually start trending down on day one because a lot of people want cash. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I know a lot of people that I spoke to or that um, told me that they were going into it wanted a quick flip. Yeah, man. For some reason. For some reason. A lot of people wanted it. You know the reason. Well, a lot of people wanted it. So 
as it comes to the market, people are going to be trying to sell to get that quick flip. And mm -hmm. who is going to buy it is a very good question. I mean... Especially at a premium with the situation in the market right now. You know, you're right. I never thought of... I thought... So I thought of day one. But I never think even beyond day one, meaning... Not beyond day one, within day one. I think you're right. It might hit the breaker in the first hour. I'll come back to yeah. that hit the breaker in the first. But then after, you see, once the breaker free up, selling is pressure. Yeah. Wow. Like the wow. sell queue is going to be full. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And you're going to have a few people trying to buy some. And right now, if I ran a big fund, if I ran a pension, I would not buy unless. I have a little directive. I would not buy. I would wait. Because mm -hmm. we're going to have to buy exactly. one anyway. I will wait and you know years. it's going to fall. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And it's so funny because Transamerica is actually great. But even it's a funnier, good company. Well, mm -hmm. you know what? Especially for pension funds. Yes. Especially for, yes. Specifically for pension funds, actually. So it's a sort of thing on which you can build a huge a huge legacy, mm -hmm. which is why I think um, JMB well, and NCB put so much energy into it. Uh, wow, day one might be very interesting for real. I never thought of that. Thank you, Top Striker. You might have saved me a lot of money. <laughs> I'm we'll see what happens tomorrow. Yeah, but you know it got it. It's so funny. I don't know if you just deny, but for me, like the wheel see thing, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of like inside joke because you know the wheel see like wheel see is for people who not who not really into it for me i'm into your make it happen you get me meaning i act against it and i do have did you up did you guys apply for any i didn't apply, oh, yeah. no. i did you did then i yep i did also i applied as a um toll as a toll i had an e-pass person so i got my full allocation but Corona came, came out swinging on me still, so. <laughs> swinging. But yeah. to me, the, the path was, it, to me, it looked like yeah, it was very good again and whatever, whatever. And then Corona did this thing. My first signal against it was maybe right, right as the day, as, as the Transamerica closed. Mm -hmm. I looked up so I was like, ah, so we have a place for the, for, the, for the refunds to go to, so it might not come back to the market and go back to Transamerica buying. But... Corona did this thing and thus erased my thought about what can actually happen. So I thought I thought this hour could begin, but no, it might not look so good. Because I can see people looking to hunt it on the low. We can get that first trick tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Charlie, you normal style. You're normal style. <laughs> 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 Early out. I still boast about me being the guy that sold sickness, you know. <laughs> I was one of the only sellers of signals before it fell. Yeah, you got yeah. in on day one. Got in, got out, and then watched it tank. Yeah, man. That's the two day one people. I remember him and, mm -hmm. the, and the, my boy from 876, who got um, Select F at the 70. He's the one person who got it at the 70 something percent. And then, well, not one person, but he was one of the few. And that's, no, I, got, I sold my Select F as a pretty good um, price as well. I think I was up about sixty percent. Wow! Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> and you say you start quickly after Danai. 
It's a fro- <laughs> 2017. <laughs> it looked that way. 2017 must have been a hell of a year to start. Um, but okay, what te- the thing that we brought you on here for, Shan? The, the, the and I don't want to go too long because we've been doing long episodes and we're trying to manage that now. Um, but having said all of that, for you, what is your what is your um, current play? Like, what are some current plays you had? Like, I spoke in, in, in that episode, the first coronavirus episode, about, about the Pulse play, where Pulse gave off a nice 30-odd percent. Even if you buy it the Friday, you get 30-odd percent if you sell it the, yeah, the Monday. Yes. And that only works, obviously, if you had shares before. So anybody saying, no, there's a T plus two. Yes, we know there's a T plus two, but it requires, obviously, volumes from before. Um, a, a, what, what kind of other plays like that are you seeing? If you, what you're willing to share that you've done, or you've done in the, in the past, I should say. All right, so I've been doing some very short-term plays, some short-term, I'd say, average 20%. It's very risky, very dangerous. Wouldn't advise people to do it. But it can be done. With how the market is right now, you can look at the queues. They're very scanty, especially if the buy queue is very scanty. I look for a price that would chip the breaker and I set that price. Wow. When it fills, the stock halts. As soon as the stock is back trading, I sell the stock at about 20%. Yeah, Because right. it will automatically fly back to there because the price that I got it at was very low. It was unrealistically low. But people want to get out of the stock because people want cash now. So they're going to sell to the person that's buying volumes that they want to sell at. And when it opens back, the stock is going to go right back up. How do you choose which one to be to? Yo, she's so right though, you know, before you said that. Yeah, I am mm-hmm. definitely yeah. ed- I, I am editing the whole of this. <laughs> I, I'm joking. No, say that. I choose um wait, go ahead, Dana. I mean, she look at the money in her pocket and then somebody get her like so what she's doing is wrong. Yeah, it risks that's so, so yeah risky. man, it's it's risky. Of course. Say it again. There are a lot of people that speak against day trading. Yeah, what yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to complain about the profit that I'm making. That is, <laughs> that is heavily risky, though. Say it again for the people. What, it's heavily what, risky. Somebody tell you, what somebody tell you that it's not going to last forever, as if you don't know that. But okay. <laughs> they can say that, but I've, I've been doing it a couple times, and I don't just do it off the top of my head. I see it done. Mm-hmm. There was... um. I'll put the Cygnus one. Cygnus, when it was going down, when it just started going down, I think Cygnus hit about $18 and everybody was freaking out. And then it came back and it went right back up to $21. It did it about twice. And I remember I went to my bed that night and I'm like, yo, this can't miss me tomorrow. I have to (laughs) go into that tomorrow. So I liquidated all of my stocks. I sold everything before I could lose out on it. With the exception of about two companies. Wow. Let me get So I liquidated. 
Position. Yo, <laughs> you sure you never do finance? I didn't do finance, no. But how could you know this? I just wasn't about to lose, and I I saw where it was going. I saw um JMB for a, a while, because as I told you earlier, JMB is one of those stocks that I look for people to sell when they want to go into something else, because a lot of people have a lot of it because of the APO. So I got out of JMB. I saw signals heading down. I sold all my signals. Um, a couple of my other stocks, and I kept two. So with the money that I had now, I was very liquid now. I would put all of that. I put all of that into signals at eighteen. I put an order for signals at eighteen. It filled. It halted. It immediately came back and sold at what did it sell at it was sell at around 21 and immediately i'm out it went back to 18 i am back in with the money that i just made from it in other words you 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 you, <laughs> you, you get to buy it out what, what the difference in that was it was it was a big price i know the 18 is also other price 21 21 and 18. That's a 16, that's 16, that's 17, 16.6. And they take fees out of it. What were your broker fees, Sean? Um, 0. 0.75. 0.75? 0. 0.75? Yeah. All right, that's smart. So, you, even smart. There we go. So, you're doing high, high level plays. You understand what you need there. You need immediacy and you need low fees. So your, your fees less than a, a, a percent. I'm going to take off, let's say you got 15% or 14. You make 14% there on a, on a on a simple play. On a simple play. Mm. And then I and went then back I, in and I did it again. Word. On which one? On, on the same um, On the same stock. Word. And then around that time, Cygnus had a dividend that they were going to pay. So I also collected the dividend. Yeah, and by <laughs> and by around this time she's talking about I thought when this is what last week Monday because based on the the same every Michael calendar you use every Michael calendar, Sean? No, I didn't know that there was an every Michael calendar in his when I listened to the last episode I realized that you had that. Yeah, if you, if you click But you I had my own calendar up. though. I so, have a list of like all it. the dividends that are about to come out and I make my plays around the X date. I like that. I did it. Listen to that. Listen to, listen to the... Listen. <sighs> I am so happy that you're here to say it, Chad. <laughs> know that people are going to think that we told you to do it. Um, to say no, it, no. Or, but you, you learn it. I mean, granted, let me take my props because you have been to Grower. I've been to <laughs> so, Yeah, but it, it's just... It's, it's obvious to me that there's so much money here and it doesn't require heavy, you know, heavy it amount doesn't. of um, thinking or anything deep. And like you said, you had the calendar already. It's the same reason I had the calendar, you know. And I said, let me share it with everybody. So I, I, my, my calendar now has all of that in there. So it has all of the declared dividends. And then I add in other things, you know, so things like AGMs and when res results are due, so on and so forth. Because you know how we actually invest based on event-based investing. Exactly what you yeah. said. Like, if you know that something is going to happen that affects a company positively, it's perfectly fine. 
to invest with that in mind. It, it don't is. take no, it don't, it, it is not rocket science. But if you're not saying the same things everybody else is saying in the same way, people vex with it. But I like it. So you made 16% on a single play, and then you go back it to the It was actually 21.9. I'm looking back at my J Trader sheet right now. Yeah, man. Take, take, make your coins, man. Okay, 21.9, which pushes you up to 21.6%. If you take, if we say 1.6 out for fees, we say both sides of the fees. Mm-hmm. Ah, you're looking at 20% same way. Damn. And you did it twice. Yeah. So you've done you've done in a week. You've done something in a week that was that gave you sixty six percent of the entire market's movement last year on each leg of it. And Daniel, you know my thing already. Three turns of twenty percent is more than a hundred percent, or is a hundred percent. Yes, sir. Here, everybody. Yeah. No, watch me get that wrong immediately. The steer force. What's it? Four turns is definitely, but I don't remember if, if three is also there. Four is definitely. Three yeah. is not. Three turns are 20%. Correct. It is not. It's 72%. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, Christ. And Shan, for you, if you only did two turns of it, so you only made 44% in a week in the oh, middle. Yeah. You know, in the, when everything is done. And what, <laughs> you know, we, that was actually one day. <laughs> Oh <laughs> my god. And I am here quarreling with people on Twitter. We need a box down to write it. One day, exactly. And the thing is, these plays are happening every day. Every day, every something like day. that happen. Every single day. Yesterday. Like I said to Danai. Sajikor. Sajikor <laughs> went to $43 and then went up to $50. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. And that was heavy <laughs> volumes. I think there's a Scotia Scotia dividend date pass it. No man, it don't no, pass it. it. It's today, you know, it was the Wednesday. It's it's the same that's trying to make I think the X date for it. I think. No, let I me, think let me not get that wrong. I think it's at the end of this month because Scotia is on my side, so Yeah, Scotia has um make sure I get this one right. So today is the 23rd, 24th, and Scotia has their X date. Yes, the 30th. Yes. The 30th is their dividend? Their X date. Their X date. Oh, so the 31st is their dividend payment? Yeah, their record date. Their record date. The, yeah, the record date for the dividend payment. And guys, if you don't know what that means... Uh, yeah, check the show notes. You'll see a link in there explaining X date and, and, and record date. But record date in this case is just the date of record. The date, anybody who is a shareholder on that date gets to participate in the dividend. Um, I want, I just wanted to be sure because I'm not seeing it on my calendar here. Today is the X date hmm. for JC. Yes. I'm not seeing Scotia at all. Hmm, that needs to be added. No problem. Um, <clears throat> so Scotia have a dividend coming in. And what, what dividend is it? What, what's the yield on that dividend? 55 cents. 55 cents at current prices. 55 cents at Scotia's current prices 
if you the they're close to that thirty nine fifty five. Wow. Uh, so that's a 1.3% dividend yield. Well, no, you have to take the 15% out of it. So that's actually a 1.1% dividend yield and a year low um, buy and sell price. You essentially can, I mean, if you're buying and if you stay in or if you're already in, that's a 1% dividend for you. No. I've always said that I don't care about dividends, but free money is free money. <laughs> yeah. And when you're making a place like yours, this is important because this, this can pay. Worst case scenario, this pays for itself. Exactly. Um, and I'm not usually so a become... dividend person either. It's just <laughs> recently. Yeah. Go ahead, Danai. I was laughing, no way with me. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Continue, yeah, Shani. Say that again, Danai. The, the internet took Continue, Shani. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've said the same thing, Shani. I'm not a dividend person. I'm a rich friend, After a while, when you see it, you're like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so then I stop walking, you know. I'm a friend, I'm rich, I more dividend. You cracked up a while ago, didn't I? What you saw a while ago? Nah, I was saying, it's weird. It's weird. I'm going to stop walk foot. All my friends are invest with dividends, <laughs> get rich and switch. Oh, oh my God. So you just decide to join all of us and buy a car. <laughs> Is there any bought a car? Oh, God. Oh, God. Here we what go. What are you saying? I've never heard it. <laughs> but, but you're right. I know the feeling, Shanice. I know the feeling. You don't really care about dividends, but you're in a stock and it's in a big dividend come here. You're like, wow, okay. It's nice. I'll take it. Right? You know, I have a nice dividend. No, a nicer dividend. Well, I want NCB, but you have to hold it for the year, I think. Okay. At one, at one fifty-nine. Is that how much is that right now? NCB is at one fifty-two. One fifty-two seventy-eight. A one dollar dividend at one fifty two. I mean, it's still it's still too low for for just one um for just one quarter. But if you hold that against, if you hold that for the whole year, you get four dollars, and you're looking at a two point six percent dividend. And then of course you take the um you take the the, the tax out. So it's not big, right? But if you have big money, it makes a whole heap of sense. And on, what I at least for me, why dividends have to be attractive is sometimes you on the day, it's a good look at play, and you manage to just be on record date, and oh great. You get a, you get ten grand, you get fifty grand, you get well, fifty grand is is nice, but five grand is also nice as a light bill. It is. Like if I get five grand, I'm very happy. Yeah, and see every 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 three months, NCB pays one light bill for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's simple. Is it true? Every every three months, NCB pays one light bill for me. Um, Cygnus. Has been paying more than a light bill. Don't deny. Hey, Don't deny. Wait, wait, say. I'm hearing you. Oh God. Um, but Shanice, I like I'm, I'm proud. I'm happy to hear somebody else doing this. And also, do you, well, you know, Shanice, you know a lot of women who invest. I don't know any other women doing what you're doing. Um, I don't. Well, the group now has a good number of women who seem to be. You know, doing well with what they do. So better than men. So better than men. Yeah, man. The group is coming up with a lot of women. So I think we're getting there. Yeah, but but specifically for that group, I had always 
wanted it to be a place where women could feel comfortable going and, and coming to. So I'm not surprised about that. But I noticed outside of any place where it's like specially curated to involve women and have them included, you don't hear a lot of it. You hear a lot of either the pandering or it's just a lot of it's just a whole man talk. Or sometimes you hear a whole man talk and like to talk. then just silent. Yeah, we chat too much. <laughs> That's a fact. That's the thing. He said on his weekly podcast. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, it's a it's it's a weird thing to me because I think women are damn good at it. I don't know anybody else doing what you the meaning being as as aggressive. Yeah. But I do know women investors that are damn good. Yeah. Um I just I just want to say more because I'm very interested in seeing what happens when more women start to make them voices heard and make them make them voices, their money heard on the market. Cause you don't have to talk and your money talk loud enough. I know it, you tell us why Lago says when you sell signals it drop come seventeen and make the whole away dead. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us who are still in. Die. Um I also wonder a lot about the effect and all the things that we have coming to the market. Then I mentioned earlier what happened with the APO, with Jamin, well, not Jamin, be Proven's APO, right after Trans Jamaica early closure, I think, or after it closed. But mm-hmm. now, Corona mash up a whole heap of plans yeah. and a whole heap of investments, including, mm-hmm. my, including my investments, are pegged to other plans. Pegged to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they push back now. Yeah. Is rough. I know I hit me specifically with pulse. Mm. Yeah, with pulse, with pulse, I, I I felt that one. It felt it fell all the way down. No, it's at two forty five. <sighs> now I'm only up hundred and forty five percent. Oh no. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough, guys. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> but. What, what's the what's the reason for hope? Let's give some people a reason for hope before we wrap. Um, other than because people are not going to still not going to do some of the aggressive things you are doing, Shanice. Mm-hmm. But what what are some of your reasons for hope? How long can, do you think something like this can last? Meaning this downturn. I think until the virus peaks here in Jamaica. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people that are probably expecting us to go on lockdown, and they want to prepare for that time. Ah, when you need money. When you need money, yeah. When you need cash. It's mm-hmm. a major thing. Um, and, and well, for anybody thinking that, guys, do remember you can take a loan against your shares. Ask your licensed investment advisor about that. Ask your broker about that. Yeah, um, some houses are... Loans. Yeah, some people feel weird about it, but we need to get past that. Nobody has ever gotten rich on their... Well, people might get rich on their own. Nobody has ever gotten wealthy. And um, without debt, that other people's money is one of the secrets to making money. Um, I think the last person I talked about that one, right? <laughs> how, how can that be, Danai? What's today's Buffett moment? Buffett never borrows, everybody knows that. He never borrows <laughs> 90 billion in debt, <laughs> and, he never, and he never borrows. <laughs> Why in God's name would he use his money if he can use yours? Oh, Lord. Uh, but I, I think some people might be fearful of it, but I think the smart people most will know that, yo, the, the, debt, debt against your shares is good. It's a great asset. And anything you borrow against your shares at this low level is supposed to fly. Then I touched a PE point earlier. NCB's PE is now down to 13 times. Yo, Pulse is 
Pulse's PE like is down six. to six. That's crazy. 6.1 times. I should get back into Pulse. Damn. Oh, God. Hmm. I mean, I can see a case for people being sad that they never get it at $2.45 in maybe a year. You remember saying nothing that the man didn't promise us don't happen yet, you know. The only thing that they've spoken about to happen, that has already happened, is the stock split. We have a rights issue coming up. Or APO, or APO. APO. Yeah, I forgot to change that. But I would know that put off until BOJ restrictions. Also, the people at BOJ feel like the dollar is fine enough for US dollar to be able to take, US to Jamaica to take that pressure. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of things have also fallen. There's something that I said before that I tweeted it before, and I think it, it, it's worth saying here. It's a question, really. How many of the stocks that have devalued have fallen in this time? How many of them do you think are going to get back to their old value? Because a whole bunch of them did overvalued and never worked, right? <laughs> so, them drop down or them correct. How many of them are going to really have any exciting event to bring them back up to where they, where you might think they should be, right? I don't know. I don't know. Like, all right, let's. One thirty-eight student living drop all the way now down to four dollar thirty-seven cents, right? But but I think they have a a nice pipeline of um revenue to come that can see them going back up above this. I mean, their PE is seven point three times, right? So I I can see them easily going to eight dollars from where they are now, but. When you look at other things like things that, that after everything then drop come right back down to where they are now. What's Fontana's PE? I think we said it just we said it earlier. Then I you know? Um, fourteen point five. Ooh. Wow. On the junior market. <laughs> fourteen point five times on the junior market, yeah. But yo, the last time we thought PE big on this show and I said that the ju- the, the overall market's PE was something like twenty eight at the time. The over the average PE on the market now, and this is only this is just the average of all the PEs on the market now, seventeen point six times. Wow. Don't quote me on that; it could be wrong, um, but I, I believe it's seventeen point six times. That is, wow, 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 wow. wow. You know, I'm hearing funny enough, but I'm not hearing very much. You know, you know, a lot of people are always asking us, "When the market get crash? When the market get for?" And they always talk, they always ask about. In the context of you know, Warren Buffett say, when the market down is a very good time to buy. Might there much people talking about that really? And strategy buying buy strategies for that. Yeah. Y- yes. Yes. That last bit is, is key. Because you hear a lot of people saying, Oh, all these deals out there, oh, I wish I had more cash, which I can understand. But strategies around it. That's the thing we're not hearing nobody talk about. Like, yo, it's a realistic thing. Um uh here's a free one I'll I'll drop. In terms of my thinking, I big up DJ Courtney. I think DJ Courtney, I think his 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 um at is Courtney JM. Uh, but it is the DJ Courtney. DJ Courtney JM from all the parties. Keep everybody in New Kingston awake at night. <laughs> um who is here? Um he's he mentioned he was responding to a tweet of mine and he said that you know where Ms. Right now in a make no sense himself, he might as well just go and hold it and, and wait. You get me? Which I can understand for his holding, um, but 
that's one strategy. Another strategy is the, the hardcore strategy, which is we're here to make money. If you have, if you need to make money and everything has fallen, them going to rise. We make money on the rise. I am okay selling something that has fallen thirty percent and putting it into something else that I think will rise sixty or seventy percent faster than that other thing that I took it out of, even though I know it's going to go back up to its eventual level. Right? It, it, NCB is going to go back to two hundred and pass it in time, maybe in a year. It'll definitely be ahead of 200, right? But it's, I don't think it's going to be ahead of 200 in the next two weeks. But if I think something else, XYZ, is going to be ahead of, is going to rise 40% in two weeks, I am going to put my money, I'm going to take it out of NCB, I'm going to put it in that thing I think is going to rise 40%. And then when it rises 40%, I'll sell it and maybe carry it back to NCB. It seems so clear and straightforward, but if you say it, you get vilified, and I mean, people say it's risky, but it is risky, but eh, it's not. It's not the riskiest thing in the world. Yeah, there are much riskier things out there. Even your Shani's, your your mid cue play, your play in the middle of the days, is riskier than what I just yeah, said. Yeah, I mean, Fontana, as much as as. As as I thought they were maybe overvalued because they got to eight and they got to nine at one point. Did they ever touch double digits? No. No, I don't think they ever hit the ten. They have? I don't not I don't know, but I don't remember off the top of I don't remember them because I remember those days for Fontana. Yeah, I remember when they're at nine. I remember when they hit nine because I was mad at myself for not selling mm-hmm. at the nine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> same. same. <laughs> Same. Um, but I know that it couldn't last. It, 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 the underlying value just wasn't there. Yeah, um, two week range is nine. Nine highs. Two week high is nine. Okay, the 52 week high is nine. Cool. So, the, so we know that they were overvalued then. However, since then, they've opened a new branch. They've gotten a lot of stuff. And it's say, but with COVID, I know people want to hear this. Like, why you haven't said it before, I'll say it. No. With coronavirus, people getting sick. A lot more people are being safer. A lot more people are going to hit Fontana up and get a lot more medication. Um, and I do think that a lot of people have been going to, not just them, a lot of pharmacies. I've been doing my checks with a couple of pharmacies. Or people who work at pharmacy. You, know, you just touch base with them. How things, them say, boy, rough, wicked, the weekends impact. I'm like, oh, that's so terrible. Thoughts and prayers. But you buy that shit, right? Um... So Fontana I couldn't justify it at eight or nine, but I don't know at three. <laughs> at at three, I can I can I can justify it at three. I can justify Fontana as a matter of fact at anywhere up to four or five, and the difference is I don't I don't carry the feelings with it, so I am perfectly buying fine buying Fontana at. 399 which it closed today so it closed at four i'm perfectly fine buying it at four and selling it at six that's 50 percent and i think any good news will send it there i think what's going to happen with this market is that once we get over corona we're going to see a bunch of things shoot up given any good information i think so as well and a bunch of them have good information coming a whole heap of good information coming. Like crazy good information coming. 
crazy good events coming, not good information, good events. I, 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 key among that is, 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 well, is JMB, which is obvious, which is known. But, yeah, we're beating a dead horse. Uh, <laughs> then I did ask you one thing though that um you didn't answer I think in all the talk we, we move past it then I had asked you what is it that you see to make you pick these companies like when you're doing those those um heavy plays what are what are some of the things that you see that make you say okay I'm going to try this with with um with that with Cygnus or any other company look at yeah. the volume that trades within that stock probably like the day before or a few days before or the trending volume for that stock if i can get the volume that i would want and i look at the buy queue to see how the volumes are also set out in the buy queue because if there are a lot of small volumes those will probably go fast so i just put in a big order at a low price, at the, the lowest price that I can get it at to ensure that they'll want to sell it to me, to make it look attractive to somebody to just okay. dump their cash in that. People are going to want to get out and you have you don't see the volume that you want to get out of. So I just put in an order for it. Yes, you, you, want, you, you want to come out of the stock board, say you have 500,000 units, but you can't come out because only 200 units. Exactly. If Shani's coming 500,000 units, then guess what? <laughs> it's my exit. I'm out. That's the price I can get it at. I'm out. Yeah. And if you don't understand something like that until you know what somebody's looking for when they're actually selling a stock. Yep. Because, um, yep. Yep. That is. I remember key. one of the queues I was looking at, mm-hmm. Seprod, it was very scanty and there was like small volumes that are be trying to be um, bought. So I just put in a big order at a very low number. It failed. It halted. And as soon as it came back, it went right back up to where it was before. I bought oh it at 31. The secret. It went up <laughs> back to 36. Uh-huh. And it closed today at 36.79. So even if you did wait a little bit, exactly. you get out fine. And that's not... That's not um any heavy percentages but again this is within a very short amount yeah. of time it's within a day damn it's 18 percent so, and before people come kill us this does require one a lot of knowledge well as shanice can tell you you how, how, how long before you're comfortable doing something like this that's probably what we should ask you um two years <laughs> started training 2017 <laughs> <laughs> so you're just you just start getting comfortable doing this stuff. Yeah, no, I was never comfortable day trading like that. It's really just recently mm. that I started making those very aggressive plays because I saw the market going down and I either went down with it or figure out how to manipulate it. There we go. I don't use that word. Hey. Yeah, God, yeah. People people say, think what of manipulation as something... But yeah, say how to profit from it. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you say um, creative accounting, everybody goes crazy because no, that's a bad thing. Uh, yeah, but I understand what you mean, Shani. You didn't want to, you don't, there's no need to sink with the ship. Because there's still money to be made. Exactly. In every crisis, there are people making crazy money. True. 
Yeah, shout out to the people who are selling um, face masks right now. There is literally always some profit there to be made. So I'm glad that you're saying that. Anything you want to leave the people in with, Jenny? But we're going to wrap it now. So thank you for visiting us and speaking to us for the last half and hearing us yap for the last half. But also thank you for showing that it's something that can be done by somebody who's just starting out, somebody who doesn't know a lot and not in finance. Well, thanks for having me, guys. I know it's been a while since I'm supposed to come on this show and every time I'm supposed to come, something happens. <laughs> well, I'm glad I finally made it. Yep. Anyway, we're definitely having you back again. So. Yeah, I'm probably very so quickly Probably very quickly too, because we want to wrap up this first quarter. I mean, by the end of March, there's a lot more things that will come out in terms yeah. of results. Yeah. So we definitely want to have you on that episode. Sure, sure. So look out for another link from us. Tell the listening public something. Tell them what you want to tell them, what you want to leave them with, what you want them to know. What do I want to leave them with? <laughs> Nothing. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, Shanice, that's fine. Don't, don't make any pressure in just saying anything. <laughs> I think you like that right, part. <laughs> Investing is for everybody. It's not for rich people. It's not for people who do finance. You can literally have no knowledge of anything in finance and do well in investing. You just need, Randy says it all the time, you need like a high school education, probably not even just prep or primary school education. And you can do this. And there's money to be made out there. So why not take advantage of it? We have the best stock markets in the world. Why not? Why not? Imagine that. During the biggest dip of the market that don't have any shot, you you draw 44% in one day. Light. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Shanice. Thank you, guys. Um, Tell the people that we if you want them follow you on, on, on Twitter at Exaggeration. It's <laughs> a name given to me by Danai. So witty. Um, <laughs> it's E. Oh, that's well now. E X A G G A R A S H A N. I think I said that right. There you go. It will be in the show notes. It will be in the show notes. It will be in the show notes. Thank you so much, Shadis. And then I who think I want people to pressure to get pressured. I don't. I just don't want to be the only one talking. Um, so, <laughs> so, so I will leave the closing of the show to Danai, and I will tell everybody thank you for being here. Um, I thank you for listening to another episode, and thank you, Shad, for being here. Thank you, Danai, of course, for co-hosting with me. And let's go and get that money from the market, guys. There's money out there. Damn right. Yeah, and it's a whole heap. I know it's the greatest time. It's the best time to be buying. Yep. Yo, is you are seeing prices now, like when you just started, don't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Panjam, $80. Yeah, I say to Danai last time, it's a time machine you get. <laughs> Separate, $36. Barita, $50. That's a crazy one. <laughs> That's a crazy one. That is the, that <sighs> is the crazy oh, one. Barita, Barita is crazy to me right now. Yeah. But thank you, and I'll hand over to Danai, my co-host, who will close the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, this has been earning season. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening. Big up, Shanice. Thanks for coming. Make sure you come again. All right, guys. Okay, so this earning season. Thank you. I said the racer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you.
do right now, don't you stop? Emergency, Emergency.